He's at the track, right to the wall. He will turn and watch it fly. And there's the first run of 2019. A tremendous shot off the bat of Stephen Piscotti. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back to the Coliseum where the A's are back over 500. And they've been dancing around the mark for quite some time now. The A's at 37 and 36. They take the first game of the series over the Orioles 3-2. A's lead the season series 4-1. They've won the last four meetings. And really a wacky start to this game. A little bit of everything in the first three innings. A double seal attempt. Back-to-back bunts by the Orioles in the second. A couple of throws that went down the right field line. Safety squeeze. A hit batter. You add it up, and the A's and Mike Fires continues his great pitching. Six and two-thirds, three hits, two runs, but no earned runs. And Mike, in his last eight starts, is 5-0 with a 2-4-6 ERA. An excellent relief as uh, Hendricks and Trinan retired the last seven Orioles. In fact, Baltimore had just one hit since the uh, top half of the second. Andrew Castor takes the loss for the Birds, and they fall to 21-51. and on the campaign. The Astros lost their game, so the Rangers are back by eight and a half in the West, and the A's are back by 11. When we continue, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage. A's Clubhouse continues after this. Back for the eighth year, First United Credit Union is proud to sponsor Home Runs for Hunger. For every home run the A's hit, First United will donate $50 to help end hunger. Over the past seven seasons, First United has donated over $62,000 to the Alameda County Community Food Bank. And for a limited time, they are offering certificate specials up to 2.6% annual percentage yield for a 25-month term with a $1,000 minimum balance. Some limitations apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org. African American Heritage Night presented by Comerica Bank is back Thursday, June 20th, with all fans getting a throwback Negro League Oakland Larks cap as part of the night-long celebration honoring Oakland's rich African American heritage. The night also includes awesome pregame festivities, including a stroll-off beginning at 6 p.m. with fraternities and sororities competing for a $2,500 scholarship. Be part of this amazing night Thursday, June 20th. Grab your tickets at athletics.com slash African American. This is A's Clubhouse. Chris Townsend with you here from the Oakland Coliseum after the Athletics got the victory over the Baltimore Orioles. And this is a series where they got to start making some hay with a 3-2 victory. They're now 37-36. and 36. Give us a phone call at 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. So something very rare happened, Ken Korak, as they won a game and they didn't hit a home run. That's correct, and it was a lot of small ball early, Chris, as you know, with the Orioles and the back-to-back bunts in the second and some errors and runners moving all over the place, but really was a well-pitched game by the A's. And, and I've really been impressed by Fires, Chris. As, as we said on the broadcast, uh, his ERA was well over six when he came out to pitch his no-hitter against the Reds. He's a guy that's just undaunted. Nothing seems to phase him, and all the stuff that was going on in the second and the two unearned runs, the Orioles scored, but he just forges on ahead. He stays in the moment, and uh, I think his, his concentration, I think, is as good as anybody on this ball club. Yeah, 5-0 and in his last eight starts. It's great to see. Let's go over the highlights. And, you know, today we got a chance on A's Cast Live, our live show before our pregame show on A's Cast on our tune-in 24-7 station. We had Josh Fegley on, and I talked to him about his throwing, and he's just he's feeling it right now, not only offensively but defensively, and he got another caught stealing in the top of the first inning. Here's the pitch. The runners go. It's swung on a miss. The throw goes to second, and the tag by Profar is in time. Good choice by the A's. So the runner is going from first and second, and Fegley picked on the back runner, and 2-4 as they catch Chance Cisco at second base, and that's how the top of the first comes to an end. So the Orioles fail to score with the A's coming up in the bottom half. Ken, he's been fundamentally sound behind the dish all year long. He's had a great year, and that was a good choice, but you have to ask why were the Orioles doing that? With two out in the first inning and one of their best hitters at the plate. I mean, it worked out great for the A's, but uh, you kind of have to question that decision by Baltimore. 
And then Marcus Simeon would extend his hitting streak to 14 games with a leadoff double, and then Matt Olson would get a hanging changeup, and he would do this. And the 3-2 pitch by Kashner is on the way, and it's swung on, ripped down the right field line, a base hit, going into the corner. Simeon has scored. Olson turning at first, going to second. That'll be a stand-up double, and the A's take a 1-0 lead. Matt Olson, 4 for 6. Lifetime now against Kashner and drilled the ball down the right field line, and the A's have the early lead. So the A's would have the early lead, but they'd give it right back in the top of the second inning and a very rough air by Matt Chapman. A's shift the infield. They lead 1-0, and here's the pitch by Fires and a breaking ball. Bunted toward third with a shift, charging Chapman. Cross the body, throwing a hop, and it skips into right field. Severino goes to third, and they're going to wave him around the bag as the ball is all the way in the East bullpen. He scores, and Ruiz winds up at third, and the Orioles have tied it up. That was just a rough one, and for Matt Olson, so many times we see him dig it out. He's just not going to dig it out every time. No, he's not, and he's always going to try to make the great play. Actually, I th- you know, they ruled that a sacrifice E5. I think they should have ruled that a base hit E5. Even with a great throw, it's a bang-bang play at first. It can always be changed. Yes, it could be changed. <laughs> yeah, it certainly could be. And then they played a little small ball after that, too. Here's the pitch. It's bunted toward third. Safety squeeze and fires. Throws to first and a collision and out at first base. With Olsen getting there at the same time that Alberto got there, the run scores from third. The Orioles have taken a 2-1 to lead. And now Paul Emmel, the first base umpire, in conversation with Brandon Hyde, the manager of the Orioles. I think he's looking for an interference call here yeah, on Olsen. And they had, Matt had come just a step in front of the bag, retreated, got back to the bag, took the throw. There was contact with Alberto, and Olsen was able to step right on the bag right ahead of Alberto. But on the safety squeeze, the Orioles have taken a 2-1 to lead. So the Orioles, 2-1 to lead. We would go to the bottom of the third inning. And Matt Olson at the plate and runners on and some bad defense. Bases loaded, nobody out. 2-1 Baltimore, the pitch. Olson checks swing and a bouncer to third. Rio Ruiz fields, comes home. Throw back down to first. Gets away from Chris Davis into foul ground behind first. Marcus Simeon is in. Here comes Matt Chapman flying around third. Throw to the plate. Out is Chapman trying to score all the way from first base. Olson gets to second, but the A's have tied it up. The A's are going to challenge this, and they might have a shot. And Chapman trying to get his foot. His right foot on the plate. They're getting ready to take the headsets off. After conferring and safe, they have overturned the call. Matt Chapman, the slide, gives the A's the lead, 3-2. I think you saw there, Ken, once we saw it a couple times on the replay, you had a good feeling that the A's and Bob Melvin were going to win this challenge. Well, I never get it right, as you know, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) But I really thought they had a great shot. The only thing is you... You see with your eyes and you look at the replays, then half the time it comes back the call stands that they they rule in New York it was too close to call to to overturn it. That's why the call at the plate on a play like that sometimes can matter. It didn't matter here because they had the definitive look and it was overturned. That was the right call. And it's one of those deals where without replay, uh, the ball game would have been tied. And that was the last run that was scored in the game tonight. That's right, because it came down to pitching and the bullpen and the change in the bullpen for the Athletics with two outs and two runners on. Would it be Lou Trevino? No, it would be Liam Hendricks. Liam Hendricks against Chris Davis. And again, the 2-2 pitch. Strike three called, fastball 97 over the inside edge of the play. The big strikeout for Liam Hendricks. He strands two, and the A's... Still on top as it's time to stand and stretch at the Coliseum. Good spot for Liam Hendricks to wiggle out of and a 3-2 lead for the A's. Bottom of the order coming up in the bottom of the seventh. And I always watch the game with the great Mickey Morabito, our traveling secretary, and he and I were playing manager going, hey, listen, if Hendricks can get you out of this inning quickly, I could see him pitching in the eighth, and he did that. Three up, three down, and then you get the ball to Trinan, and this is how the game would end. Is on the way to Severino, swinging a line drive to right. Piscotti coming on, he's there, and he makes the catch. He got a good break, and the A's have won it. Trinan gets the save. Mike Fires continues his great run of pitching with win number seven. 
And the A's are back once again over the 500 mark. They take the first game of the series against the Orioles, and the final is 3-2. And, Ken, something that we're going to talk about is the fact that there are certain teams who are just not trying to win. Winning Now, the guys that they have in uniform, obviously they're trying to win. But the, the front office is not putting out teams that are worthy of winning a lot of games. And if, you're, if you think you still are a playoff team, you've got to beat these teams. Wouldn't you agree? No doubt. And there's no, you know, Brandon Hyde, their manager, the coaches, the guys in the field, they're trying as hard as they can to win, but they're very much in rebuild mode. Uh, they got the first pick in the draft this year. They're likely to have the first pick in the draft next year, and that's the way they're going about it. But, yeah, I mean, you've got to win the series against these guys. And, you know, if you're the A's, you hope to sweep. It doesn't always work out that way. You could run into a hot pitcher or, you know, your pitcher might have a bad night. But, uh, you know, right now the A's, after losing the first game to the Orioles, they've won the last four. So, as we said yesterday, Chris, and you're right, this is it's an important series to set up the Tampa Bay series because it'll be the A's last shot against the Rays this year beginning on Thursday. And, you know, if you, could, if you could even win three out of four against them, you pick up two games on the Rays. And, uh, of course, the, the, the Rays right now reside in the top wild card spot. And you're going to be – if you're going to be in this thing, you're either – you're going to be battling them throughout the year – for that, for that playoff spot, or, or if they overtake the Yankees, then, then you're going to be battling the Yankees for it. Before we get you out of here, what's your impressions on Logan Davidson, the number one pick out of Clemson? Well, it's a nerve-wracking thing, as he admitted, when you're taking batting practice down there and everybody, all the eyes are on you. And I thought he acquitted himself very well, hit some line drives out to right center and left center. But um, it's always fun for us to meet the first-round pick and have that player on the air. He's a very personable kid. He's poised, mature. Uh, Roxy and I really enjoyed chatting with him both on the air and then during the uh, commercial break. So uh, he's a nice young man, and you know, obviously he has a very bright future. But we were very impressed by him, very impressed. Yeah, we had him on A's Cast Live earlier also with his agent, Scott Boris, which was just fabulous. I mean, the fact that we had almost 12 minutes with Scott Boris was uh, that's not something you get often and we were able to ask Scott about a lot of different things in baseball he was fabulous he actually almost you, got hit by the mayor are <laughs> the you mayor trying to was get Boris you trying to get Boris to represent you now Chris I mean now I that AceCast Live is going so well I figured you were gonna do a little business with Boris Ken, I've been doing this so long, I don't need to give up the percentage. I know how to negotiate. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you got you, you got to give up a lot of percentage to that guy. But uh, you know, I asked him about you know all the all the extensions. A lot of people don't want to go to free agency. I don't think he liked hearing that, but uh, he addressed it. So we'll have that up on AceCast. It was really good. But the one thing, kid, that you noticed is that. He's a big kid. I mean, he's 6'3". He's not your pro prototypical shortstop. Don't say that to the Orioles, though, right? Because they had a pretty good shortstop who was about that, that size, maybe a little taller, in Mr. Ripken. So uh, he, he's, got a, he's got a real shot. And even though the average was, what, he had like 291 or two this year at, at Clemson, but he had 15 home runs. So switch hitter has some pop in his bat. So, uh, and he's going right to Vermont. Oftentimes... When the A's draft someone, then they go to Arizona. They work out there for a while, spend some time, get indoctrinated at the A's complex. But he's going right into professional baseball. He's on his way. He'll be on his way to Vermont tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be a tough thing where after the, the regionals are over and you've been picked, but you're ready to get your career going, you're ready to play, and you can't do anything until you get signed, and you have to wait for all the guys in so many ways to sign before you. You can tell he's itching to get it going, and uh, going to be, I, as a switch hitter with power and his defense, that is going to be very interesting. All right, Ken, have a good evening, and we will uh, talk to you tomorrow. Okay, Chris, thank you, man. Ken Korak with us after the A's take down the Baltimore Orioles 3-2. to two. Let's pause for station identification right here on the A's radio network. 8.60 a.m., the answer. KTRB, San Francisco. Radio home of the Oakland Athletics. Mike Fires at one point retired 17 straight, 5-0 and in his last eight starts. He is delivering for the green and gold big time. And that's good to see because the way he started out early, I was that was a little scary. 
know, because he was not getting a whole lot of outs. He was getting hit hard. And I loved how Mike Fire said, this is not who I am, and I'm going to turn it around. And right after that, he throws a no-hitter. And right after that, he hasn't looked back. And so right now, you got a guy leading this staff in Mike Fires to go along with another guy who's having a fantastic year in Frankie Montas. Then you talk about Brett Anderson, and then you talk about Chris Bassett. And you start to think to yourself at some point, Jesus Lazardo's going to be here. All right. This is the time when the A's get going. It's June. Time to start winning a lot of ball games. The number's 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. Up next, Roxy Bernstein with Mike Fires right here on the A's Radio Network. This is Chris Townsend here to tell you about my new favorite restaurant, the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. You have to try their world-famous chicken pie dinner, which has been served in Southern California for 80 years. That's the Chicken Pie Shop right off Main Street in downtown Walnut Creek, located at 1251 Arroyo Way. Parking's easy, perfect for events, daily drink and food specials. Best of all, the food is great. Check out their menu at chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com right off Main Street, Walnut Creek. Meet Susan, a responsible parent driving a Honda Insight Hybrid. Susan's caring for the environment, lowering her carbon footprint, and living economically to enhance her children's future. Way to go, Susan. And right now, you can save even more green on a 2019 Honda Insight Hybrid, the electrified vehicle that makes saving the world a full-on blast. Visit your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. We're all tired of unpredictable weekend traffic slowing us down. Nobody wants to be late for the show, concert, or game, but you can avoid traffic and other driving hassles. This weekend, take BART. The best way to find out about fun events just to BART right away is a little thing we call BARTable. Visit BART.gov BARTable for deals, destinations, and exciting locations all near a BART station. Enter weekly sweepstakes and sign up for our email newsletter at BART.gov BARTable. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. BARTable. More fun, less traffic. Playing in Hero Town? It's only fitting to get your group together to reserve the Budweiser Hero Deck. Located next to the right field foul pole, this awesome new space can hold around 100 people and a bunch of home run balls. With an all-inclusive buffet, now is the time to be the hero of your friends and colleagues by grabbing tickets and a cold one for a great day at the ballpark. For more information about the Budweiser Hero Deck, visit athletics.com slash premium today. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. A's Clubhouse Show continues, taking game one of this series from the Orioles 3-2. Roxy Bernstein joined by winning pitcher for the A's, Mike Fires, Six and two-thirds strong innings tonight. And it seems, Mike, for about the last month and a half or so, you've really been in a good rhythm. Have you noticed anything different with you or just settling into a comfort zone right now? Uh, just feeling really good, you know, feeling healthy, and, you know, that's number one. So just to go out there and be the pitcher I am and not have to labor or do anything, you know, out of my out of my pitching repertoire. So, you know, everything's working, so I'm just trusting Fagley behind the plate or, you know, who's ever, who's ever's catching and uh, just throwing my pitches for strikes and then, you know, expanding, using my defense and pitching the contact, really. When you get into a rhythm like you were tonight, is, is there a key for you to settling in after you, you get through the first inning, all right, you pitch around the air, you get a couple of unearned runs there in the second, but is there something for you that kicks in where you just settle into a ball game? Uh, no, just trying to, you know, you're throwing, you know, especially at home, you want to, you know, lead by example, you want to set the tone for the game and, um, you know, to go out there and just have a quick first inning, throw a bunch of strikes, don't, don't try to be out there too long, you know, they got a couple guys on, but I was able to get out of it, but... Um, you know, just trusting your stuff and, you know, pitching to contact, not not having those guys sit out on the field for so long. And, you know, that's what I'm trying to do is just throw a bunch of strikes and keep keep the hitters off balance. So, um, you know, that's what I'm doing. I feel like I'm in a good rhythm, so I'm just going to try to keep doing it and keep, you know, trusting Fagley behind the plate. Do you feel a pitcher's advantage by pitching in this ballpark with all the foul territory, especially at night like tonight? Do you, do you get a sense that this is a pitcher's ballpark on a night like tonight? Oh, of course. It's, I feel like it's always a pitcher's ballpark. So, you know, that's another reason for me to just attack these guys, be aggressive, um, you know, just go like go right after them. And, um, you know, we know how this ballpark plays. So, 
you know, uh, you know, a lot of foul territory, a lot of territory in the field. So uh, just like I said, just trusting the guys behind me and, and throwing a bunch of strikes. You mentioned trusting Josh Fegley. What, what have you seen with him and his development since you've been here? Did, okay, last year he's battled some injuries, and now here this season he's been so much more consistent on both sides of the game. But what have you noticed with him behind the plate? Uh, it's, it's the same thing with him, you know, getting in a rhythm. You know, last year we had Luke Roy, so he was catching the majority of the games. And um, it goes with any, any position. You know, when you get an opportunity to play every day, um, you know, you just feel so much more comfortable as a player. I don't think uh, – I, I think that kind of gets overlooked. You know, you see a guy that's struggling, but he's not playing every day. It's, it's kind of hard to get in a rhythm. So right now he's – you know, he's being himself. He's, he's going out there every day with the intent of, you know, calling a great game. But um, he's also showing up at the plate as well. I mean, he's, he's really been um, a two-way player this year. And uh, it's, it's great to see uh, from a good guy that he is. And um, he does his homework on and off the field. So, you know, it's, it's, it's fun pitching to him. So he makes the game a little bit easier and, and light, you know, and just and fun out there. For you personally, coming over here late last season in the trade, it seems like it's jump-started you again, and you've had a great run so far in Oakland. For you, what has this franchise meant since you've come over here? Uh, it's, it's, you know, like I said, well, Detroit kind of gave me, you know, another kind of another chance last year uh, to sign with them as a free agent and then to get traded over here after pitching well in Detroit um, to a, you know, ball club that's playing really well. And uh, to just join this team and just, you know, just kind of fill my role, not try to do anything crazy. Um, and with the guys here that, that play hard behind you and, you know, will run through walls and put their body on the line and uh, just do everything as a pitcher, you know, you're just like, just, just attack these guys. And, um, you know, because the guys behind us are, are, are ready to play. And um, it's kind of a grinder team. Um, nobody's too flashy. Nobody's, uh, you know, wanting to be mentioned more than the other guy and I think everyone just feeds off that and it feels like a family. You're on a great roll right now. Keep it going. Congrats on the win tonight. All right, thank you. Mike Fires, A's pitcher, goes six and two-thirds wrong as the A's get the win here in game one from the Orioles. Coming up, the A's Clubhouse Show continues. Chris Townsend, back to you. Well, thank you, Roxy Bernstein. As the number is 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. Still a windy night here at the Coliseum blowing my papers around. We talked about it yesterday. We said, hey, listen, it's game number 73. You've got to do what's best to win baseball games. Who gives you the best opportunity to win games right now? You can't keep blowing games. And we mentioned the bullpen. And Liam Hendricks. And Liam Hendricks, as I now have the game notes, Liam Hendricks has not allowed a run in 19 of his last 21 games and has a 1.09 ERA during that stretch. He's got a pitch in high leverage situations. And there was none bigger than in the seventh inning with two outs, a walk and a base hit by Fires. I would have loved to see him get through seven because he pitched so well tonight. But you brought in Liam. He got you out of it in the seventh with a strikeout. And then one, two, three inning in the eighth. He's, he, he, he is now going to be a guy that's going to be pitching to get you to Blake Trinan. Let's go to Sal from Redwood City. Sal, lead us off tonight here on the A's Clubhouse Show. What's up, Tony? Uh, I was just at the game tonight. Good to see Fires pitching so well. Last time I seen him, he threw the no-hitter. So good to see he's continuing that trend. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm just waiting for this team to get hot. It's, it's June. My birthday is a week away, so hopefully they can get hot in time for that. That would be awesome. But, uh, yeah, I just love how this team's always a second-half team. Uh, I don't know any other team in, in the league that's like that, like continually, every year. <laughs> yeah, most teams like to start off hot <laughs> and actually take that into summer, uh, the A's. But, you know, the one thing I kept saying, though, Sal, is – you know, the Warriors are going to get all the attention. Be relevant once the Warriors end. So a lot of people, basketball is over. You're now like, it's baseball season. Be relevant. And the good thing is, the A's at this point are relevant. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sal. You have a great ride home. 
Yeah, and it's just it's just the reality. I mean, when you have like the the best team in sports, at least one of them. I think the New England Patriots uh they're going to warrant the argument. But the Warriors have have just taken the attention of everybody in the Bay Area, and that's fine. They deserve it because of their great success. But now that they're done and people now realize, "Oh yeah, baseball season, you've got to be you've got to be You've got to be a team that makes people want to watch. And right now, that, that, that's the A's job to, to go on that June run and take this through the summer and force this group, force this management team to make some moves to strengthen this team. Now, you hear it all the time. People don't want to strengthen teams a lot that are just fighting for a wild card. But you have an opportunity right now to really force the hand of Billy Bean and David Forrest. And we'll talk to David Forrest this week. Let's go to uh, Jesse from Pleasant Hill. Jesse, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. Tony, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Matt Chapman diving into home plate head first. I don't like it. I hate when he does it. That's like the second time he's done it in the last two weeks. He could get hurt a million different ways doing that. The broadcasters always point it out. I, I just I cringe every time I see him doing it. And he's been safe both times I saw him do it, but he's got to stop. Can somebody please tell him to stop diving in the home plate head first? I mean, if he gets hurt, it doesn't matter that they won the game. And the season's basically over. He's the most important player. I respect his hustle. I like the fact that he's being aggressive. But there's nothing wrong with having runners at first and third, one out, and Chris Davis to the plate. So I just need him to stop doing that. Well, he didn't. He didn't. He he slid in feet first tonight. Oh, he did. Okay, I was listening to the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, so, I remember. Okay. I remember the play you're talking about when he scored on the wild pitch, and, and I'm with you. I don't want to see anybody sliding in head first. You're just you're just asking for trouble there. And I don't care what the scenario is, but with a catcher having gear on and you know, where I mean you could blow out your shoulder, you could blow out your wrist, you could blow out fingers. I'm with you. It's very dangerous when you're putting your head in there and you're and you're diving in head first. I, I I'm with you. I'd rather see a guy go feet first. If you're out, you're out. I just, you know, if if they're going to turn this thing around and they're going to have an opportunity to play in the postseason, they're going to need their third baseman throughout the rest of the year. So, Jesse, right, I'm right on with you. I I I, I don't want to see that. Yeah, my bad. They probably did address that. I was actually listening on A's cast. I didn't actually see it. It sounded like they said he dove head first, but I guess he didn't. Um, another thing I want to ask you, just you were down in Tampa Bay, and uh, the A's had, like, some big progress on uh, on the uh, Howard Terminal ballpark because they got support from the city council seven nothing to move forward with the environmental legislation and with the uh, um, infrastructure legislation. And I was just wondering when you were in Tampa, what's the deal out there? How's it how's it looking for them on a ballpark? Are they even getting close? It's an absolute mess. Uh, they, they had the negotiating rights with Tampa till the end of last year. Nothing happened. It sounds like the owner was trying to go on the cheap with Tampa. So now the ball is back in St. Petersburg's court. St. Petersburg wants them to remain. But everybody to a man there basically said the only way that this thing is going to work is if the, if, if the stadium is in Tampa Bay. That's where the majority of the people are, and there's so many cities that are connected to Tampa. The problem with St. Petersburg is you get you got to cross this bridge, and it's really hard for people from Tampa to get over to St. Petersburg. So the Tampa Bay Lightning, their hockey team, they've sold out seven straight years. They have great attendance with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they know, they really understand that the best thing for the Rays is to be in Tampa. But right now, it's so up in the air. They're so behind the A's where the A's are right now. It is really sad. And Tropicana Field is just not a place that you want to be. But as we know, 
the commissioner needs the A's and the commissioner needs the Rays to, to have new stadiums and to be solidified if they're going to expand. And Major League Baseball wants to go from 30 to 32 teams. And the only way they can do that is Oakland and Tampa's got to be okay. So we know Manfred's pushing for both of these hard so they can expand in two different areas. Well, see, and that's the thing about, about baseball. I know sometimes you like to talk about how baseball is trailing behind uh, other teams other leagues and innovation and all that. In football, what they do is they actually have those, uh, what do you call them, G1 loans or something like that, where the yeah. league will actually help a team out. Baseball didn't have anything like that. It's just all on the team. And Tampa Bay needs help right now because they're getting good TV ratings. And whenever they have a good team, they always do well with the local TV ratings, which is an indicator that they actually have a fan base but they're just in the wrong location. So why can't Major League Baseball, and wouldn't it be in the interest of the players' union as well, to step up and put Tampa in a better financial situation with some kind of a loan to bridge them, you know, help them get a ballpark done? Because if you do that, now you've got one more market, hopefully two when the A's get their deal done, that, you know, can actually have a, sort of a mid-level, maybe even some years high-level payroll if they're coming off a World Series or something like that. And that's better for the Players Union. I just think Major League Baseball is behind the NFL so much in that one regard. Oh, you are you are dead right on that. Um, Jesse, appreciate the phone call. You're dead right. It, 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 there's a G3 and a G4. And I'll explain to you why Jesse's dead on that when you look at the NFL versus Major League Baseball. It's very, very, very fascinating and big business. If you're listening in Sacramento, if you're listening in Northern California, and you're listening in the Valley, and you want to continue to hear the phone calls at 510-897-1322, jump on A's cast. You'll be able to hear it. We'll continue after the A's beat the Orioles 3-2 to right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. If you're a baseball fan and a parent, you've probably had to explain to your kid that a 2-2 count isn't something a ballerina wears. As a parent or even a sibling, you may have also had to explain that a makeup game doesn't involve lipstick or mascara. But as a parent and an A's fan, we do hope you know about our new A's stomping ground. This awesome space is open and waiting for you. From awesome new games for kids to interactive activities, the A's Stomping Ground is right for you and your family. So the next time the kids want to know what a sandwich pick is or who got that 2-2 pitch, you will know it's time to go to a ball game and visit the A's Stomping Ground, a free area in right field for kids and families. Visit athletics.com slash stomping ground to learn more today. That's athletics.com slash stomping ground. In the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. You're listening to A's Cast, powered by TuneIn. All right, the number is 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. Let's go to Bill from Oakland. Bill, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. Um, I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, You said something last. I did not make it to the game tonight, but I was there yesterday for that uh, kind of a train wreck of the last couple innings. And... um, you called it out last night on your show, and just in terms of the way uh, Bob Melvin manages the bullpen. Uh, you know, I love him, but I think he manages the bullpen based on the bullpen he'd like to have rather than the one that he has. So I was I was happy to see the move with Trevino tonight. But here's here's my question for you: Why? I mean, maybe you have maybe there's inside information here. I'm wondering why Chad Pinder has not played in the last two games. 
I feel like he is one of our better hitters, and we're not hitting. I mean, I'm glad we won tonight, but we squeezed out a one-run win over a, you know, a marginal team. And, uh, you know, watching yesterday's game, you've got Profar at second, who's, who's a liability in the field, and, uh, and you've got Canna in right, who's a little bit of a liability in the field. And uh, I don't see why Pinder isn't playing in one of those spots, at least bringing him in in the seventh inning or something like that. That, is, on that. that has been a really tough decision for this front office and also for Bob is how much you're going to play Chad Pender and where are you going to play him. And when Piscotty was out, I mean, you could obviously put either or. I don't think Can is a liability in the outfield. It's just he lost the ball in the sun and it happens. But, yeah, I mean, you could – you could make the case at times you're looking, you know, at, at, at Jerks and Profar today where Profar goes 0 for 3 in this game and you're looking at his numbers. You know, Profar's hitting, what, 216? He has shown right. some power. But once again, they may, they went after him. So so you're, you're at a – my point yesterday is you're, you're at a breaking point, right? Like, like – you don't right. want to panic early in the season, and you want to let guys play their way out of struggles. But at some point, there's a threshold where you say, we can't do this anymore. And that's what happened tonight with Liam Hendricks. Normally, that would be a Lou Trevino game. But right now, right. Lou has struggled. So it's a breaking point. So Liam Hendricks now came in in the high leverage situation in the seventh, and they allowed him to pitch the eighth. You know, at some point, uh, you know, I, I pray it's not going to happen, but Jerickson Profar, with his inability to throw and his issues throwing, you know, is it going to cost you a game? And that's when you're going to wonder, hey, well, why is Pinder not playing there more? Why don't we see more of Pinder out in left field? I mean, now with Piscotty back, thank God he's back, um, but right. Piscotty's going to be out in right field. But that that the good thing about Jerickson, I mean, the good thing about uh, about Chad Pinder is that he gives you that option that he can play all over the diamond, and you do at times have to save him because you're carrying so many pitchers, you only have so much depth on the bench. And I know that stinks for Chad, but it's just a reality. And really, Profar was that kind of guy for the Rangers last year. And so so you do have a few guys depth-wise where you're talking candor, uh Canna, Pender, or even possible Profar of guys that can play all around the diamond that actually give you some depth. Would I like to see Pender play more? I, I think we all would say yes. Yeah. I mean, yesterday he had, I mean, not only is his throwing taking us back to uh, Chuck Knobloch, but, um, you know, he had a couple balls yesterday that weren't called errors that, that I think could have been and maybe should have been. And and they made a difference yesterday. That was that was a tough one to lose, you know. Yes, it was, especially when Seattle is essentially waving the white flag. They just traded the guy that's got the most home runs in the American yeah. League. I mean, they're in total rebuild mode. And let's throw another guy in there. I mean, look at look at the rebound down in in Las Vegas from Franklin Barreto. When is Franklin Barreto? finally going to get his shot. I mean, he's proven everything that he yeah. can prove. He proved it in spring training. He proved it, and he's proven it in AAA right now. I mean, at what point? Because the longer, in my opinion, I could be dead wrong on this, but the longer you keep him in AAA, the more his value starts to decrease. Like, how long yeah. can you keep a, a – if this guy is such a great prospect and this guy has such a great future – how long do you keep him in AAA before you actually start hurting his value? Yeah. And, and, and we're approaching that already. I mean, you know, he came in the Donaldson trade. So it, it, he's, been, he's been there. He's, he's kind of been in that holding pattern for a while. Yes. And at some point, and I know people say, well, it's great to have depth down at AAA. Okay. But the longer you keep prospects down, at what point does that diminish the value? Because if a guy yeah. is such a great prospect and he's hitting in AAA, why is he not here? Yeah, yeah. Because it's and not like it's, it's, it's not. I mean, Profar has shown the ability at the ball, the ballpark. I mean, Profar definitely has RBIs, but I mean, he's not great defensively, and 
you know, he's hitting what do we say he's hitting two sixteen. So yeah, you know, it's at some point pro at some point Barreto needs an opportunity. Yep, agree. Hey, appreciate the phone call. So the thing that I wanted to get into with, with talking about the NFL, see the difference between the NFL is the NFL years ago the owners were smart. They came together and they said, you know what, we're a band of brothers and we're all in this together. And we're going to get in a circle and we're going to hold hands and sing Kumbaya and we're all going to make a ton of money. To where Major League Baseball has never done that, they're not willing to do that because in the end, the big market teams, they don't want to help out the small market teams. They can sit there and complain about the luxury tax. They can sit there and complain about all of that. But the reality is the Yankees don't want Tampa to become a power economically. They, 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 they want the Royals to stay the Royals. They want small market. They want to have the big market advantage. They don't share the money like the NFL does. And the last thing that these guys want to be doing is helping writing big checks to, to, to help these other teams get new ballparks. You, know, you think the Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, Cubs, these guys want to help the smaller market teams? No way. They like the advantage that they have. They've got deep pockets. They can write checks that other people can't. And if they have issues, well, they can write another. They just traded for Encarnacion. They can pretty much do what they these teams certain teams can do what they want. They don't want it to be basically everybody's has the same, you know, like the NFL, ideally, you know, everybody has the same competitive advantage. They do not want that. So when we say, well, why isn't there a G three, G four fund to help certain ball clubs get new stadiums? They don't want to. They don't want to help you out. They don't want to help you. Do it. Do it. Do it yourself. We're not going to help you out. They hate paying the luxury tax. They hate that Tampa and Oakland still get the check. They can't stand that. They want that to end so fast. I mean, you think of these two teams that are so similar when it comes to their issues, Tampa and Oakland. It's got to drive them nuts that Tampa, they've had to pay Tampa money, and then Tampa's staying with them and beating them at times. It probably drives them nuts. We're spending all this money. we got to pay the luxury tax. Major League Baseball's giving Tampa uh, a check every year, and they have the lowest payroll in baseball, and they're, they're equal with us? How's that possible? That's got to just fry the Yankees and Red Sox. And I'm sure it fries other people with the A's. When the A's are going well, and the A's, A's are winning 97 games and going to the playoffs, and they're not spending all that money. But when it comes to a competitive advantage, to where the NFL, you know, hey, and it's, it's business-wise, it's probably a lot easier because it's TV money. But they share a lot of stuff. So everybody's making a lot of money. Now, where, you, where the advantage you want to have in the NFL, that's, that's your stadium. We just saw AT&T Stadium, Jerry's World. That's where you're selling all the seats, the luxury boxes. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys are printing money. The, 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 your stadium is how you make money for yourself that you're not sharing with the league. But every single time you buy a, a Raiders jersey or you buy a 49ers sweatshirt, or that all goes into a pot that they all share. The NFL shares a lot, but you know what? They make a lot of money, and they were smart getting together. You're stronger as one than you are 32 independent franchises. They realized it, and they slay it. Baseball, baseball as much as you know, New York, when I'm talking about Rob Manfred in the commissioner's office, as much as they'd like to have that, eh, these other franchises, they don't want to do it that way. The big boys want to be the big boys because they think they're always going to have the competitive advantage. All right, the number is 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. A's with the win over 
the Baltimore Orioles 3-2 to two right here on the A's radio network. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit RingCentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. A's fans know there are a lot of reasons to catch a game, and even more reasons to score your tickets at StubHub. StubHub has the best selection of 100% MLB verified tickets available, even after first pitch. Set a price alert, check the view, and get into the Oakland Coliseum, all on your phone. So whether it's a night out with the family or a day off with friends, when you need the A's, you need to head to StubHub. StubHub is an official partner of the Oakland Athletics. Remember your kid's first bike ride? You were filled with pride and terror. Now she's 16 on her first solo drive, but this time in a Honda Civic, packed with Honda Sensing safety features and Apple CarPlay so she can check in. Just like we agreed, right young lady? Right now, get a great deal on a new Civic at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Itching for more A's Cast content? A's Cast Live is now your number one destination for baseball during your afternoon commute. Join Chris Towns and a cast of recurring guests for a new live baseball show focused on the 30 MLB teams. From openers to launch angles, A's Cast Live takes you around the baseball universe, exploring the Oakland A's and the rest of Major League Baseball. To hear the show, download A's Cast by visiting athletics.com slash A's Cast. Athletics.com slash A's Cast. This is A's Clubhouse. The skipper Bob Melvin talked after this 3-2 three to, three to victory. Here is Bob with the media. Uh, Bob, what, what can you say about the, the work that Liam Hendricks did tonight in, in that role, and particularly given some of the issues the team's had with close games late recently? With Liam? Yeah, with Liam. Yeah, no, he's, he's been terrific, and he's come in, you know, throwing bullets. You know, he's found... After we sent him down last year and came back up, he found velocity through, you know, a different workout routine and playing long toss. And next thing you know, he's throwing 97 miles an hour. So, you know, I think a little good bit of a contrast after Mike, um, you know, coming in throwing that hard and tough to take fires out of that game. I mean, he had a couple of scratch hits and a bunt and one walk, and you know, he has to come out of that game. But um, pitched great again. Both those guys did. Did you realize that Chapman had scored? Were you pretty clear that? Huh? You know what? It, it looked like the tag just didn't get there. And, uh, you know, he thought he was safe, too. And, you know, obviously on a play like that, we're going we're gonna to look at it anyway. But uh, I was surprised actually how long it took because it looked like, you know, it was pretty clear on the scoreboard uh, that he never got the tag on him. It seems like really it's been like two months. Fires has just been consistent. I mean, we ask you all the time. It seems like, but what has just been the difference for him? You think? You know what? He's just he's on a roll. It's you know, pitchers get on rolls at times, and you know he's keeping the walks down. He's keeping his pitch count's been terrific here recently. That's one of the other reasons it's tough to take him out of the game. Um, you know, you look up there at six innings. I think he's got sixty something pitches. So. You know, and soft contact on top of it. So he's using all his pitches, using his cutter just enough, change up curveball, pitches up and down. It's, it's just been a nice run he's on. You've talked so much about Marcus and what he's brought this year offensively, but he's got this hitting streak now, and he starts the game off the way he does with a double and points up scoring. How important has he been? Yeah, it's, it's you know, all the way around. I mean, he's just become a complete player, you know, offensively, defensively. You know, he's got leadership qualities. He's out there every day. Uh, There are a lot of things to to like about Marcus Simeon and continues to get better. And I don't see that slowing down either. He's very aware of what he needs to work on, what what it takes to get better, and nobody works harder. So, you know, nice little feather in his cap, what he's doing this year. He had that nine-pitch walk, too, in that that two-run inning. Is that something, a part of his game that's just gotten better and better? Yeah, everything has. You know, he's, he's... you know, that's one reason he's leading off every day is because of his on-base percentage, and he's drawing walks now, too. He's hitting the ball the other way. If you shift on him, he'll shoot the ball in the hole. Or, you know, he's just very aware of what's going on out there, and, 
you know, it shows up bo on both ends. Um, good, just going back to Hendrick, how big a spot was that for him to come in? It is because there's more pressure on you too when you're coming in there with the starters runners on base. Um, but he's he's been good against lefties. He's been good against righties. I think, like I said, I, I was the little, little extra velo. I think was good. A little bit of a contrast from from Mike. But you know what? It, it's when the starters runners are out there, puts a lot of pressure on you because you want to come in, make sure you get that out, and you know gets a big strikeout. There you go, Marcus Simeon, 14-game hitting streak, hitting 390, four doubles, three home runs, and 11 RBIs during that span. He is getting it done. Tomorrow on A's Cast Live, we'll be on from 4 to 6 o'clock. We will have the Bob Melvin Show for you. We're going to have a really, really cool interview. Sig Dell is the assistant general manager for the Orioles. He's a San Jose guy. He went to UC Davis. He used to work for NASA. He was with the Astros and came over uh, when they made their general manager change. He's the vice president and assistant general manager of analytics for the Orioles. <laughs> worked for NASA. That is going to be cool. We'll hear from Matt Chapman next right here on the A's Radio Network. We're all tired of unpredictable weekend traffic slowing us down. Nobody wants to be late for the show, concert, or game, but you can avoid traffic and other driving hassles. This weekend, take BART. The best way to find out about fun events just to BART right away is a little thing we call BARTable. Visit BART.gov BARTable for deals, destinations, and exciting locations all near a BART station. Enter weekly sweepstakes and sign up for our email newsletter at BART.gov BARTable. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. BARTable. More fun, less traffic. You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. Salem Surround can help. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundSanFrancisco.com. SurroundSanFrancisco.com. Connecting you with new customers. African American Heritage Night, presented by Comerica Bank, is back Thursday, June 20th. And fans in attendance will get the throwback Oakland Larks cap as part of the night-long celebration. The Larks were an Oakland-based member of the West Coast Negro Baseball League starting in 1946. And we will continue to honor our Oakland legacy throughout the night, including the awarding of the Vita Blue Diamond Award, the expansion of the Oakland A's Franchise 5 to include Dave Henderson, and more. The night also includes awesome pregame festivities in Championship Plaza, including a stroll-off beginning at 6 p.m., where historically black fraternities and sororities will compete for a $2,500 scholarship. Be part of this amazing night Thursday, the 20th of June, against the Rays with first pitch at 7.07. Grab your tickets at athletics.com slash African-American. That's athletics.com slash African-American. The new green and golden party package is the best way to spend your summer out in the new golden road landing in left field. With the new green and golden party package, you get access to this space, three drink vouchers for beer, wine, or soda, and a hot dog. Now with a special new promotional price starting at $44. That's a ticket, three drinks, and a hot dog for $44. Head over to athletics.com slash party to book your day in the new golden road landing. Some restrictions apply. At Kaiser Permanente, we're for the farmers market goers, outdoor explorers, cholesterol lowerers, and positive thinkers. We're also for our community. That's why we're supporting the total health, mind, body, and spirit of Northern California by investing in efforts that support school districts as well as youth and family services, helping you live a healthy life the way you see fit. That's what it means to thrive your way every day. Kaiser Permanente. Visit kp.org to learn more. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby's gone 7-2 A's lead. We're with the A's every step of the 2019 season. And now with the NBC Sports My Teams app, it's easier and better than ever. Wherever you are, stream A's games, get the latest news, game recaps, features, videos, and more right on your mobile device by downloading My Teams. 
Your A's, your way. My teams, the app for the authentic A's fan. Matt Chapman and Matt Olson both wear the green and gold. They both dazzle fans on a nightly basis and both won a 2018 gold glove. So when Chapman's gold glove bobblehead was designed, we made sure Olson's bobblehead linked to his. It's time to complete the golden set with the Matt Olson bobblehead presented by Chevron on Saturday, June 22nd versus the Rays. Grab your tickets today at athletics.com slash promotions. Athletics.com slash promotions. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Matt Chapman scored a big run tonight in the third inning. It was the last run of the game. Here he was with the media after the game. Talk about what is it, that slide that was. So you're trying to do anything in particular there? Yeah, I'm just in. trying to avoid the tag. Um, I knew it was going to be close at the plate. And coming in that way, I was just trying to sneak my foot in. Pretty confident you were going to get the call on the overturn. Um, I felt said you thought you were safe. I felt like I had it, yeah. yeah. Um, but when it happens that fast, there's really no telling. Um, throw just rushed a little bit. What happened? Um, it was a do or die play, and I could have let it go foul, but I felt like you know I can make that play. And if I made a better throw, he would have been out. Looking back at the replay, just one of those things, you know. You know, I feel like some of my errors kind of come on plays like that, where it's a hit plus an error, and. It's just the way it goes. You know, I'm going to err on the side of being aggressive. I want to make that play. Um, kind of just got rid of it super quick and then had the best grip, maybe. And then the, it seemed like that ball hit the grass and kind of checked up because Oli thought that, you know, he thought that that would have been the ball he usually picked. But he said it kind of just kicked up on the grass. But that's just one of those plays. Fires the last couple months. Pretty much nails every time yeah, I feel confident every time he takes the ball. Um, gives us a chance to win. And... You know, I, I feel like you know, after that no-hitter, he's really just ran with that confidence and it's been great for us. What do you think of the work Kendricks did out of the bullpen today? Yeah, I mean, he's been nails. Um, he comes in, he throws strikes, goes hard, and gets after it. So I like when he gets out there. Yeah, Matt Chapman, what are you trying to do there? I'm trying to score. <laughs> yeah, he didn't go head first. That, that's, a, that, that's something that scares me, but... You know, you saw it a couple times tonight, athleticism by the athletics. That's something I've talked about over the years that has gotten better. I think about Ramon Laureano uh, in the sixth inning when he hits the ball to left field, and he, out of the box, he's he's gone. And he gets around first, and he made them, he made them make a play, and they couldn't, and he got a double. Same thing with Chapman at, at home plate. Make them make the play, and they didn't. And that's what speed does. They have to be perfect. When you're, when you're busting it and you go all out, they have to be perfect to get the out. And this is a team that's not going to be perfect. They're 21 and 51 for a reason. So I like that we saw tonight the A's challenging some arms. Make the arms and make the fielders. Make them have to bang, bang plays to get you out. Sometimes they're going to get you out, and you have to live with that. But I do love aggressive baseball. That was one thing way back in the day, if you remember, with Mike Socia's clubs. Man, they took extra bases constantly on you. They made you make the fundamental plays on a consistent basis. They ran the bags as good as anybody. And I like the fact that Matt Williams is aggressive. I like the fact that some of these players are real aggressive. Robbie Grossman's aggressive on the bags. Ramon Laureano books it out of the box as much as anybody. That guy's always sniffing a double. Marcus Simeon, the hit streak. Now at 14 games, here he is after the game speaking with the media. The same guy. He's just um, in the zone more, pitching to this ballpark, fastballs up. Uh, good curveball, good combination. He's always been tough with that combination because he has a good ride on his fastball. Um, and, you know, just using his defense is a good night for him. Double in the first and score, keep the hitting straight going. And then you have, I think it was a nine-pitch walk. Mm-hmm. It was in the middle of you know the inning when you scored two runs. Do you get as much satisfaction out of that as a hit? Yeah, I mean, just want to get on base. That's what I've been trying to do more of this year and uh, just stay in the strike zone. But he was making some tough pitches up in the zone that you just want to spoil. 
Um, I know he likes his changeup this year, so just tried to uh, stay within the strike zone. He, he ended up throwing one that was a easier take to get on base. When Chapman comes in after you do to score, were you pretty? Did you have a pretty good view of that? Were you pretty sure? Yeah, he um, he knew he was safe right away too. Um, I thought he was gonna be, you know, when the guy caught it, he looked like he was gonna be out by a mile. But he made a great slide. He's a really good base runner. Uh, very underrated. You know, goes first to third, takes an extra base, hard 90s every time. So he's um, he may not steal a lot of bases, but he does all those other things on the bases. Felt just a little bit, maybe more of the zone the last two weeks, and they've been pretty consistent at the plate all year, but especially in these last two weeks, anything different? Um, yeah, just better direction, better uh, timing with the fastball, and then being able to, to you know, take the pitches out of the zone, those off-speed pitches, so uh, you're getting better counts, and when you're catching up to the fastball and getting in good counts, good things happen. Life is good for Marcus Simeon, a 14-game hitting streak, and he's hitting 390 during that time. We'll get you ready for tomorrow's action right here on the A's Radio Network. Want to take your fandom to the next level? Xfinity is the place for the ultimate sports experience. With Xfinity X1, you can track multiple games and leagues at once while watching another game live. And finding everything on your TV is faster with the X1 voice remote. Get instant access to your favorite teams, athletes, and the latest news and stats with the sound of your voice. Just say, show me sports or show me baseball scores, and it's all right there. You can even watch games on any screen with the Xfinity Stream app, so you never miss the action. Stream at home with the best Wi-Fi experience or on the go with access to millions of Wi-Fi hotspots nationwide. Plus, get even more with out-of-market packages like MLB Extra Innings, so you can catch your hometown team no matter where you live. Switch to Xfinity and experience sports like never before. Call 1-800-XFINITY, go to Xfinity.com, or visit an Xfinity store today. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service. Not available in all areas. You're out! Come on, Hump. He was safe. Listen, Coach, I'm just trying to get us out of here so we can get to Cash Creek. Ah! I'd love to hit the slots right about now. Oh, yeah? I prefer blackjack. And I could really go for a great porterhouse steak at C-Square. Well, how about a round of golf, eh? On the award-winning course? Okay, fine. But I'll need a therapeutic deep tissue massage at the spa. That sounds perfect. We're both out of here. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud sponsor of our Oakland A's. Want to add to your collection of A's memorabilia? During every A's Sunday home game, the Oakland A's Community Fund will hold an in-person silent auction behind Section 113 at the Coliseum. You can bid on rare memorabilia items, including baseballs, jerseys, bats, game-used equipment, and autographed items. Proceeds from the silent auction benefit the Oakland A's Community Fund and its initiatives in the community. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Another big day tomorrow here at the ballpark. I don't think we can uh, repeat today. Today was, today was, it was off the hook. I mean, we came in knowing it was going to be a good show. As with Ace Cast Live, we're trying to give you a baseball show like the Bay Area has never seen before. And I think, no doubt, we have brought it to you with the big names in the game. I mean, Think about who we had today. We had Jim Palmer, one of the greatest players of all time. Jim Palmer, the guy, not only one of the best pitchers of all time, but was a sex symbol back in the day in his jockey underwear. I mean, he's legit. We had on Josh Fagley, who I didn't even mention this about Fagley yet. He's thrown out 14 of 47 attempted base dealers this year. That's second best in the big leagues. That's how well Josh is throwing the ball, calling the game. Offensively, he's been phenomenal. So we had Fegley on today. We had Scott Emerson on today, the pitching coach for the Oakland Athletics. Then we had the super agent, the greatest sports agent in the history of sports. Scott Boris was on with us today. And we had him for, God, it was close to 12 minutes. It is so hard to get Scott Boris to do an interview on the radio. 
and we had him for almost 12 minutes today, not only breaking down his client, the newest A's draft pick, Logan Davidson, but we talked all kinds of things baseball. It was phenomenal. Then we had the number one pick, Logan Davidson, on, which was great. And then out of nowhere, we had no clue. We had no clue. Mayor Libby Schaff came on with us today as she threw out the first pitch. Our buddy Roxy Bernstein was on the program. We had a jam-packed, star-studded lineup for A's Cast Live, which is our live A's show. It's on A's Cast. For 7 o'clock games, we'll always be on at 4 p.m. And when the club goes, so for like a day game on Wednesday, we'll be on after the game from 4 to 7 o'clock. And then for games in the Central or Eastern time zone, we're either going to be an hour or two hours before those game before we get to the pregame show. But tomorrow we're going to be on from 4 to 6. And then at 6.05, we will have A's total access right here on 8.60 a.m. and on A's cast and also Sports 1140 KHDK in Sacramento. First pitch is going to be at 7.07. So a full day, 4 to 6, A's cast live, 6.05 to 7.07, A's total access, and then first pitch at 7.07. A's with the win, 3-2 over the Baltimore Orioles. We hope to see you all here at the ballpark tomorrow night. Have a great night, everybody. Good health shows. Good health and a shiny coat start with the optimum nutrition of Avederm Natural Pet Foods. Made with omega-rich California avocados, premium quality proteins, and no animal byproduct meals. Avederm is guaranteed to give your dog a softer, shinier coat in just six weeks. For 30 years, we've been keeping pets happy and healthy with food we make in our own plant in California. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. So try Avederm Natural and see for yourself. Available at your local neighborhood pet store. Summer is here, and it's already moving too fast. There's absolutely no better way to slow it down than with A's Baseball, America, and fireworks. Avoid the hassle of the 4th of July with the A's. Free July 3rd fireworks after our 6.07 game against the first place twins. So here's what you gotta do. Pull out a pencil, a marker, whatever you got, and write this down. Athletics.com slash boom. That's right, boom. In honor of the Bay's best fireworks. Hit well. Back is Upton. At the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball.